Set warp factor to cringe. Set <laughs> Sorry, set warp factor to cringe. Yes, set warp factor to cringe. What is that in reference to? I said, I said, so the man I'm currently sleeping with. Hold on. We have to wait for the. Did I ruin it? I think you might have done. Check the thing. It's like yelling at you. It's the cable. I should, I should have taken that. I should have just sat there. What do you want me to do? Put on the. I should have just sat. We should, we should change. I don't hear any clicking. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I don't hear any clicking. Okay. I'll just be very careful not to touch the cable. Don't touch the cable. Ne- next time I'll bring a cable. <laughs> okay, that cable, that cable's on its way out. <laughs> anyway, the man that I'm currently um, I'm sorry. sleeping with, don't, don't, don't bother, don't bother again. This is the end of the recording and also the end of this podcast. We lasted <laughs> six seasons and this is when, this is when I finally lose it. And I want to tell you my stupid fucking text exchange. Tell me. With the man I'm currently sleeping with. He said, how are you doing? And I said, podcast recording tonight. And he said, set warp factor to cringe. That's very rude. I know. Which I say rude. But also funny. Rude but fair. (laughs) Has he listened to the podcast? Hello. Hello. Shush. No, you guys. Stop. (laughs) He, um... He uh, recommended the podcast to someone who started watching Voyager. So if that person oh, is a Meredith now. Hello there, whoever that is. Croiso, babe. Croiso. Um, we are doing a podcast. We sure are. For the time being. <laughs> Imagine if like this was us being like, hey guys, so this is actually the last... <laughs> We're equinoxing and we're actually... Um, <laughs> we're actually noxing out. What's noxing? I don't know. Well, it's nighttime in Latin, so <laughs> we are certainly at. It is nighttime. Yeah. It is certainly nighttime. <laughs> I think this is probably the latest oh we've ever God, recorded. It's like Twenty to nine. I know. <laughs> this is insane. This is too much. Really, this is too this late. It's gonna be the fastest episode we've ever done. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna be like, I gotta, I gotta go up. I gotta get to bed. And I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go to bed. <laughs> I gotta lie in bed. I gotta watch uh, Betty in Nueva York. The Telemundo <laughs> series that I am obsessionado con. <laughs> and, um, you know, I gotta go to sleep. I gotta have my, I gotta have my seven to ten very unrestful hours of sleeping where I toss and I turn <laughs> as if someone is sailing very ruggedly over the seas. Anyway, um, season six, episode one, Equinox, Equinox part, part two. two. Or Life's a Visual Beach. Yeah. <laughs> and now, the conclusion. Yeah, we have like our little recap mm-hmm. and like, wow, two weeks, what a long time. I sure did forget everything. We've got it. <laughs> um, Tell Kat about your Christmas show bit. Oh, I did that. And Barbara Streisand's book. I did that. So... <laughs> We just did that off the pod. Yeah, yeah. We have our well, own private if lives. If you are in or adjacent to Cardiff, please come to... Are oh, any of the dates Hickman. not sold out? Oh, the 19th and the 20th. Wow, humiliating for me. It's not humiliating for you. The first date sold out, and... Yeah, sure. If you'd only added one more date, that would have sold out as well, I'm sure. Well, I mean, the 20th is, quote-unquote, selling fast, according to the right. uh, event page. If you are so. in or near Cardiff... Mm, and would like to be one of three people in the audience for Hobo Hickman <laughs> a Christmas Sam's Dravaganza on the 19th of December... I know three great people who are coming. <laughs> so you can join them. 
Um, but you can't join the night that I'm attending because tickets sold out oh, immediately. Oh, baby, so fast. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real get. I'm but a, there are still tickets available for the 19th and 20th, is that yeah, right? Of December, yeah, of December. For my Christmas show, Ho Hickman, or Christmas House. Look at us doing plugs I've on the I've seen front. previews of it, and it is fantastic. Oh, I'm so excited. You. Thank y'all. I might be helping with tech on the... 18th is that no yeah. Sam is no, shaking her head no. I, I don't have a job anymore I didn't That's go fine. to the warehouse to pick up the things so <laughs> that sounds so ominous <laughs> I didn't go to the warehouse to pick up the things it was all the way in Bristol I'm not going to a Bristol warehouse I no idea why you would have to go to a Bristol warehouse for that but let's move on because <laughs> it's an aerosol and it's very expensive to ship okay and only that available in worse. Bristol yeah because that's where the stage workshop Okay. That's where the shop is okay. that, that I would have to buy it from. Mm-hmm. That, this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, they reinforce the shields or whatever. Two are dead, 13 wounded. Voyager is in pursuit of the other ship, whatever it's called. <laughs> the Equinox maintains course and um, six hours into the Barbra Streisand autobiography. Wait, no. Now I'm seven and a half hours into the, auto, <laughs> into the autobiography audiobook of Barbra Streisand. And uh, she hasn't even gotten to Funny Girl yet. I'm gonna live and live now. I'm Sam Hickman. And I'm familiar with human banter. Yours is crude and predictable. I'm Kat Deerfield. Wow. Knives are out. Knives are out. Knives, knives are out. That is so late. <laughs> it's very late. And this is... Oh, yeah, this is... Good gravy. Look at us now. Two friends. Janeway has a giant gun and her and Neelix look on to a dead alien in the hallway. Um, what's the worst thing that you've ever found in your hallway? Like just a pile of cat sick? <laughs> I mean, I'm so inured to that. I wouldn't say that that's like the worst thing. I mean, like, look at you like, oh, probably live bird. <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of bird? Um, I think it was a it's juvenile the... sparrow wow. one time. Fenella doesn't really hunt anymore, but she it's used to be really great at bringing birds the into the house, but not not particularly good at killing them mm. or even injuring them as far. Basically, she'd bring them into the house and then let them go and then they would fly around. Yeah, she's a pacifist. <laughs> um, yeah, she's great in sick bay tom sees another dead guy and then explains what's happening to Chicago. what's the worst thing you've ever found in your hallway oh god what haven't i found in my hallway remember that time remember that time before i lived with my old housemate yeah but when we first moved into student accommodation yeah when my old housemate wandered the streets of Cate's picking up old I mattresses sure do remember and that stacked up the mattresses in the hallway sure of my student do. hall mm-hmm. like accommodation that's maybe the worst thing mm. that was thinking that back, was really horrible genuinely gross yeah gross thing yeah you're very lucky you didn't get bed bugs. <laughs> My God. Anyway, um, 
blah, 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 blah. They found the doctor's mobile emitter and they like put him on and now they have the doctor again or whatever. And they're going to try and speak to the alien guys um, so they can be friends. On the equinox, the captain sees seven and he's like, you want to do bad things with my crew or stay in the brick? And she's like, I don't want to make alien soup. Mm-hmm. I'll pass. Um, and then in the Equinox sick bay, Seven is impervious to this man's flirting. <laughs> My goodness. And the Seven is, and the, the Doctor is also on the Equinox. Um, uh, but, uh, oh, we're not doing well, are we? Seven has, makes it broken. Oh, Seven has done something so that they can't, like, take off and yeah. do alien soup. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm they're so like, sorry. Gives, you're going to touch the cable again. Oh, my gosh. This chair is like a cage. Yeah, that's why I love it. Like, there's so little way, f- there's so little room for me to maneuver to get out of the chair. Wow. Do you want to swap places? No. We can swap places. And that was probably all like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can't have sounded good. Oh my goodness! This is gonna be our worst episode yet. Maybe, maybe it will. Probably, probably. <laughs> That's anyway. The doctor is also in the Equinox program or whatever, but it's like Voyager Doctor. Yeah, and, um, and I was like, oh my god, I actually forgot that it's the bad Doctor on Voyager. It's been so long since we recorded the last episode. Too. Oh my goodness! Seven makes. Uh, the ship so that they can't go the equinox so they can't go and they're like get the codes um, and then they delete the doctor's ethical subroutines so that he's like <laughs> hysterical so we into... cannot record this light ever again <laughs> no. so that he can't like he, he has to he has to make her brain soup so that yeah. they can make alien soup Anyway, on Voyager, they try and send a message to CGI Casper's ghost, and one of them comes out and yells at Harry Kim. Um, Janeway is stressed with a lot of S's, and Chakotay is like, is it really about Seven, or is it about the other captain? And she's like, shut up. Um, On the Equinox, the doctor is torturing Seven because they deleted his ethical subroutines. It's so horrible. It's so horrible. You think this is easy for me? A lot of the lines in this in this little episode were wild. Like, the one where, where Chakotay is like, what, what's happened to you? And then Janeway's like, I was about to say the same thing. Like, yeah. It's, it's so melodrama. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit there, but at that scene I wrote, Mommy and Daddy are fighting. Girls. <laughs> um, Seven is like, you love pretending like you have no choice to ransom the other captain of the Equinox. Like, she's like, you... Every single goddamn misstep or, like, thing that's come in the way, you've been like, oh, didn't have a choice. Yeah. It's wild. Um, Why do they even have ethical subroutines? Surely that should be, like, bigger than just one, like, Yeah, (laughs) you make a good point. It seems like a real flaw. Uh. It's surprising that hasn't happened on, like, a bigger bigger scale. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, Voyager... They haven't found the Equinox, but they're catching up. And Janeway is to catch a predator ring, trying to figure out what what the what the girlies had done last time to evade capture. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, they love a nebula. And I'm there thinking, like, oh, here we are, about to go into another nebula. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez Louise, nebulas abound. Um, uh, well, this is Voyager. In Equinox, the captain... This 
is going to be our greatest episode to date. It just isn't, but go on. Uh, remember that one that was like 15 minutes long? <laughs> it's going to be like that, but Didn't worse. Didn't you have to like scrape me off the floor before we... Like, I, yeah. I just like laid down on the floor in your office. What was wrong you with me? You just had a nice time. Well, we were doing like two, three in one day, something like We were doing two in one day and I was, let's not I was really about tired. The past. Let's, let's not. Let's stay in the present. Let's stay in the present. And let's stay 2000 motivated. and late. Yeah. Um, on the equinox, this captain loves the beach. He loves the beach. He's using his little hollow eye thingy, Madoodle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the equinox is at um. Oh, and so the equinox has gotten to his little planet, which just is McKinley Park. And then, <laughs> and then yeah. Chakotay comes and like kidnaps them. Yeah. Um, gasp. The doctor has one. Wait, they have one doctor, but they have. Voyager doctor calls Equinox gasp. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> this is where I think it is revealed that yeah. the doctor on board Voyager is the evil doctor. No, I I think we already knew that from the last episode. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we didn't. Because they did an old swisheroo. Yeah, they did. Well, for me, somebody who was paying three quarters of attention. <laughs> I thought I was paying attention, but now I'm not sure. They get into a space fight. Well, you have no notes. I don't have a lot of notes. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to this at the end. <laughs> circle back to this at the end. I called out on the pod. They do they do a space fight. <laughs> Max and BLT have a FaceTime. Um, the weapons are down on the equinox. They like shoot them or whatever, and then they like go to like dip into the planet. And then Janeway's like, follow them. And yeah. then they're like, oh. And then they come back up. And then like Voyager can't do warp or whatever, so the equinox gets away. And they're like, oh man. And then and then Janeway's like, it's okay. We got two guys. And then they go to Cargo Bay B, famous, and they do um. They do interrogation. Yeah. And Janeway is like, I'm bad cop. And the guy's like, are you going to be good cop to Chakotay? And Chakotay's like, I just work here. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> um, and then Janeway's like, I'm going to put the shields down here. <laughs> and if you get eaten by a soup monster, that's your own fault. Yeah. That's your, and she's like truly Wild. like ready to, ready to be like, this man's dead to all of us. Yeah. And he will be dead soon. Yeah. Um, and then Chakotay's like, you can't, babe, don't do that. <laughs> Um, and then Chakotay is like, you can't just torture people for information. Yeah. What are we? The Klingon? Do they do that? <laughs> I don't think they I don't, do. I don't know. What, what are we? The Romulans? What, who, do, who does that? Who does that? Um. Anyway, in the conference room, they lay out a plan for something. Thanks, Sam. Um, <laughs> Janeway suspends Chakotay for disobedience and we get the, why are you like this? I, why are you like this? Yeah. What do they, what do they actually say? Um, so who cares? <laughs> uh, you said it earlier. You said it more or less correctly earlier. Okay. He, he says something like, when did Why you... are you behaving like this? Or yeah. Something. Or like, when did you change? Or like yeah, something when, like that. And she you... says, I was about to ask you the same question. And yeah. I wrote, mommy and daddy are fighting. They're really fighting. Um, I don't know why she takes such a turn in this app. No, I don't either. And I feel like that wasn't... We love vocal fry today. I think... I think that the idea is that they're using this to illustrate, like... I think this is a poorly written episode. <laughs> I'm so inarticulate at this time of day. So I think because the Equinox arc is very much about going, like, oh, what would happen if... 
Voyager was less lucky. Maybe mm. they'd be bad. And I think they're trying to pull out like, oh, this is like pushing at the extreme edges of Janeway's character, just like maybe happened to the captain of the Equinox, Ransom. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not sure that I buy it. I'm not sure that it really works in terms of Janeway's character yeah, no. in this episode. I'm just a bit like, I don't... Like, who is this lady? She's She's been I in... genuinely thought she had been infected by space madness yeah, her, or something. Yeah, her behavior is so extreme like, at one point in this episode that I was really like, what is happening here? Is this a long con that she's pulling? And then it just wasn't. And I was like, yeah, uh, no. I don't think it quite works. I get. I think I get what they were going for. I think they were going for a broader point about, like the moral ambiguity of Janeway's character, but I just don't, I didn't find it believable. I, I didn't think it was earned. Much moral ambiguity. No, I mean, she, she breaks the rules, but I don't think she has moral ambiguity really mm. at all. And those aren't the same thing. And I just think that, um, I recently finished the audiobook of the 50 year mission part two or the 52 year mission part two, whatever the hell it's called. The, the second of the two really long interview books about, Star Trek. And yeah, just like a lot of what was in there about Voyager was very telling, I think. Do you want me to wiggle the mouse? (laughs) No, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. I think that, yeah, I think this is one of many examples of um, the character development not being very consistent and character choices not feeling earned because um, maybe there wasn't really that much like... We're consistency being season. put in yeah, yeah. there was there wasn't a lot of consistency i think yeah. in, in choices that they were making about character development for a lot of the characters yeah and it feels like wild to get to this point yeah in a tv show where you have spent six years writing and developing these characters and you don't know who they are yeah yeah and i i mean i do think that balana is probably the one who suffers the most from this Harry as well, very, like, yeah, not a lot of consistency for Harry. Janeway! These are all strangers. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll find out that they're all Mary Universe. You would just think that they would put the effort in with the captain. And Who knows? they just aren't. So who wrote so this? Shame. Not Liz Clank. Um, there was nothing sexy about this. Yeah, I don't know who wrote this, actually. I... Anyway, they find the Ankari and they try to beam them. And Janeway's like, we'll let you go if you help us. And they're like, okay. (laughs) And then Janeway, Tuvok, um, and the Ankari have a nice little chat with the aliens. And they're like, we want the Equinox. They want justice. (laughs) Um, And Janeway's like, we will give you the Equinox. Um, Meanwhile, Ransom is getting a conscience and doesn't want to kill any more little guys to make soup fuel. I have to say this also doesn't feel necessarily... And doesn't feel great about destroying, destroying Seven... Um, to get the codes, which is like wild, because it's like, oh, now you care. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, this is a completely different person. Yeah. Did they wait, wait, wait a second here? Hmm. What? Did they take three months off in between writing this and the and the last? Oh. Do you think they wrote this as a two parter, or do you know. think they were like? We'll get a second season. Have a great summer. See you all in the fall. I don't know, actually. When we write this this episode season, season six, episode one. I don't know. That's an interesting story. I mean, we've got story by credits from... Everybody. Rick Berman, Brandon Braga, and Joe Minoski. Um, And then teleplay by Brandon Braga. Interesting. So, yeah. 
I'm not going to comment further on that. Um, I don't know who any of those people are, so I'm going to stay quiet too. I mean, I, I don't have anything to say. I'm not, I'm not like biting my tongue. Bring I think there's a lot back of discourse. Clang. <laughs> At I, least I think... we knew what we were getting, you know? <laughs> at least we knew it was going to be messy and slightly problematic at times. And <laughs> just straight up upsetting sometimes. <laughs> I do love a Liz Clank episode. Bring That's back. not her name, do Lisa we have, Clank. Do we You've have any poisoned Liz, my brain. Liz Clank's coming up? Uh, I don't know offhand. I hope so. Here's hoping season six is a season where she really came into her own and shone. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, back to the beach goes Ransom and he's like, oh, there's a lady on the beach and it's seven and they have a little chat and then the lady becomes a soup guy. Um, <laughs> and he gets a call and Janeway has found them. Um, and then on the bridge of the Equinox, Max takes over and then Ransom wants to negotiate with, um, with Voyager or whatever, and they call the evil doctor, and the evil doctor gives them Voyager's uh, shield frequency so that they can shoot better at Voyager, and there's a space chase, um, but they've got the shield frequency, so they're doing a lot of damage on Voyager, and then Ransom is like, I can beam everybody out um, to on a, on a Zoom call to, <laughs> to Janeway, and... Um, Blah 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 blah. They beam some people out, and then he's like, um, "Some uh, some of the other guys. Oh, the evil, the real doctor and the and the evil doctor like meet each other, and the the real doctor takes action or whatever. And then Max and his little buddies decide that they're gonna escape via a shuttle from the Equinox, but they have to go through two decks to to get to the shuttle. And then they get got by the alien guys, and then there's like no time or whatever. And he's like, "This ship is about to explode." The little ransom voice note to Jane Nay. Yeah. Um, and then, um, he's on the beach or whatever, and it explodes, because life, life is a beach. Um, Seven is fixed, and the doctor's like, hey, sorry about that. And Seven is like, buddy, you gotta get better security measures, and also your pitching was bad. Um. How do we feel about this? (laughs) I, you know what? Sometimes it's good to laugh. I guess. Sometimes it's, I I mean, it is, it is a very Seven activity to be like, I know this bad yeah. thing happened, but while we're here, let's <laughs> let's make sure it doesn't happen again. It's a, yeah, you know what? that's it is, true. Actually, it is such an interesting like it is it is such a contrast to the rest of this goddamn motley crew of misfits. Mm. For her to be like, let's try and solve the problems. You're you for are next right. Time. Actually, that does make sense. Um, also, like they're pals. They're pals, and they I think are she pals. fundamentally understands that, like, he is a computer. Yeah, who can be I do think you're easily. right. I do think you're right, actually. And so she I just think... wants to take care of her pal. Yeah, but I think she's got trauma to work through. Wow. <laughs> this this show really loves to be like once in a blue moon, like really understanding and grappling with trauma, and then most of the time it's just like, meh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Janeway is like. Um... To these new guys that they've that they've boop booped from that they've beamed up from wherever the equinox, <laughs> you know that ship that the title yeah. of the episode is. Um, and she's like, "You got a long ride home, buddies." Um, and then Neelix is organizing a potluck. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. What are you bringing to my potluck? I haven't decided yet. Probably a pasta salad. Oh, 
Probably a vegan pasta salad like I always do. Wow. Just like a big bowl of slop that everyone will eat except gluten-free people. It's wonderful. That's fantastic. I'm excited. I love to make a big bowl of savory slop. Check out Jay's like, I'll bring the salad. Jay's always like, I'll bring the croutons. Um, the plaque on Voyager falls down and they're like, we're going to stick this back up. And that's the end of the episode. Six seasons. Um, season six is when I stop taking notes. <laughs> um, we see how it goes. The, uh, I just want to be like, oh yeah, that happened. And then it's smooth yeah. sailing all the way we've, there, baby. We've tried episodes where I give plot summary. I think you should do the plot. And you, um... I just get anxious. You, I'm, yeah, you're not very good at I'm listening over control. to me talk. <laughs> so How dare you? Look at me now. I'm listening and interrupting. That's two things I'm doing at the same time. Um, I can I can do plot summary for the next I episode. Feel like this is gonna can't be even let me get one word out. <laughs> it's called it's called being a multitasker. I can do so it's many things. It's called something. I can do so many things and a cunt. It's called two things. I can do several things at once. I'm listening to the end of a sentence while starting my own benign little, little anecdote. You can do that. I would say that many people can do that. Only some people feel an unbearable compulsion to do that. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I feel like, no, no, no. I'm going to, in my defense, in my defense, I feel like my listening face is bad. <laughs> oh, it's because, very bad. Yes. Your eyes get bigger and bigger. Uh, yeah, I think we should. Okay, I think <laughs> next time we do the podcast, you do the plot summary and we'll have a screen between us. <laughs> yeah, that would help, actually. Yeah, because I know. That would actually because help. Because every single time you get into, like, you want to explain something, you look over at me and you're like, <laughs> yeah, what is what is happening over there? You're also like gurning at the edge of your seat, like visibly desperate I'm, to speak. <laughs> no, it's because I'm listening. Mm-hmm. It's because if mm-hmm. I wanted to speak, I would just speak. <laughs> Should we do some segments? I don't know. Should we? Should we do some segments? May we? <laughs> Wigs. Wigs. Uh, Seven of Nine appears as a human. Uh, Why? (laughs) Do we have an explanation for that? Because she's a sexy girl in his brain. Yeah, but is his brain just like breaking down? Yeah, probably because it's been so like flooded by the the little like guilt. Oh, yeah. But also like probably because he's used that thing a lot. Yeah, I guess I would have appreciated like any attempt at explaining that scientifically in a science fiction program but perhaps no. i missed it um how did i felt like seven's look here was i i, I did like it but it was very 90s <laughs> yeah it would it or noughties i can't i'm not sure when this came out but it was um a lot of ruching yeah it was a lot of ruching I, I felt like the fit wasn't great actually no. but uh but i liked it it, it, it was all right. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Wow, you really started. It from... didn't. It didn't fit quite right at the arm bits, the arm sides, the armholes. What they called on a dress that doesn't have sleeves. You I know. think it just. It didn't was quite ugly. fit. I it think was it an ugly nice. dress. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyway. I think it was. And her makeup was like. Oh yeah. Weird. Yeah. It was weird. I couldn't put my finger on what was strange about it. And like she looked beautiful. It's but... natural light. I think that was. <laughs> 
this is natural light. I think I'm natural light. Her her lipstick was very pink in a way that felt very 1999. Yeah. I had a um neon pink bullet lipstick from Avon in about 1999 that I was very excited about. Ding dong. Ding dong. (laughs) I also had uh, a friend of mine had an older sister who sold Avon and I bought that bullet lipstick and I bought a um, a duochrome blue to purple shifting eyeshadow and I that was that was my that was my fifth grade look. Your look. Did All not. year. When did I wear makeup? I did not wear it to school. When oh. when did I wear it? I was ten. <laughs> what was oh it for? God. What were you even doing? I mean, for your parties. Yeah, I must have looked unhinged. You were trying to like really get ready. I was trying to stay ready. <laughs> stay out of the nebula. What was the nebula in this episode? The nebula is. What happens at night stays stays at night, you know? <laughs> oh, there's oh, there's a she-wolf in the closet. Wait, no, you speak and tell me what the nebula was. I think the nebula here was the moral quandary of um, how much of your principles are you willing to give up to get home? I think that's the nebula. Just like this podcast. Just like this podcast. Just like this podcast. How much of your principles are you going? To, are you willing to give up so that you can be in bed by ten? <laughs> well, I just have to go upstairs. Yeah, you. You're all right. I've got to walk. Well, I home. got a floss. I've got to walk home. I. Oh, I forgot. I needed my floss, and I forgot to do that today. Oh, no. I'm completely out of floss. Oh my. It's the sort of thing I usually have a backup of, and I. I seem to have just failed to do that, but I do have interdental brushes. Anyway, that's. Is this interesting? No, content? it's not. It's late. Well, how would Meredith, you rate this it's episode? So late. <laughs> how would you rate this episode? I mean, it's in the grand scheme of things, it's not late. It's no, just but a Monday. It's Monday, and I, I had a f- full day of work today, and and I had a full day of being awake. So. <laughs> That's also very difficult. I would rate this episode three out of five Clementines. Wow, what would you... Clementines? Oh, my darling. Oh, oh yeah, because they did the song. Yeah. What would you rate this episode? I was like, I, well, I would rate this episode maybe three out of ten Satsumas. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love a Satsuma. I love, well, you heard my joke. I'm making a lot of changes yes. in my house recently. <laughs> Moving from uh, Easy Peelers to Satsumers because I'm not afraid of a challenge. <laughs> I think I think Easy Peelers might just be like a way of not having to change their packaging if they get a different species of fruit. Oh, in. yeah. I think yeah. sometimes they are Satsumas probably. But mm-hmm. in my mind, Satsumas are like... Small. They have like a looser skin. Is that... Oh, Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, well. Oh this my has been goodness! Sleepy time, friends. <laughs> We're not going to record this late ever again. No, no. I've been Sam Hickman. Do you have anything to plug? No. Great. Um, Ho Ho Hickman, a Christmas Sam Stravaganza is at Cardiff Maid on the eighteenth, nineteenth, and twentieth of December. Tickets wherever you get your tickets. Um, I've been Sam Hickman. I've been Kat Deerfield, and this was. Women, women interrupting each other and talking loudly over the other co-hosts because they're inconsiderate. <laughs> Both of them? Wow, well, let's not get into that. <laughs> Meat pie. We won't discover something unsavory. <laughs> but I will be bringing a savory dish to oh, your Christmas party. Okay. Bye-bye, everyone. 
Sister. Bye bye. Goodbye. Press the goddamn space bar. Never the such devoted sister. Say in space, no one can hear you scream. The star bleeds one hell of a place. But now we've come to the end of our show. Did you survive or will you die in disgrace?